a lady called my wife and said she would never have been able to go through this. What would my life have been like if I didn't follow the leading of the Holy Spirit or following the facts and this is what I want or this is what uh, people are saying but what is the Holy Spirit saying? One time I, I was thinking, okay, because she was an independent woman and okay, let, let us go our own separate ways. And one day I was passing by a man of God and there was seated. He said, how is your fiance? I said, why will you ask for her? So you don't know her. She's your wife. I said, what? This is serious. To align me with God's will. That man of God I told you that's in Lagos that's connected to the Word of Faith movement traveled down to Benin and came to my house. That same day someone traveled down from Wari to my house because I was living in Benin. And he said, how is your fiancé? And I was talking to that one and I said, um, I broke up. She was not submissive enough to me. I said, I broke up. I said, God wants you to marry her. That's why I traveled from where to come and tell you. Because you need to marry a woman that can be a mother to your people. While we're talking, the man from Lagos came in. You see now? And gave me a word. So, you see, it, it speaks to align us with destiny. The reason uh, I can't follow my feelings. God knows me more than I know myself. See, we don't allow God to run our lives. We're running our lives from our heads. This is the kind of woman I want to marry. This is the kind of man I want to marry. You not carry a problem you were not graced for. See, when you marry the person you're ordained to marry, you have the grace to handle them. My son, when he got married, one day I, I called the wife, and I think she came around and I said, I hope my son is not giving you trouble. I said, no. No. So I said, wow, she talked about him. Then I also talked to her, sorry, to him about her. And he said, she, she, sometimes she cooks for the bread, and when she was in Nigeria, she would do like this. I said, I said wow. See, when you marry who you were then to marry, you marry someone you were graced to carry. When you marry your choice, you may, you, may, you may enjoy the marriage, but it'll be a scar to let you know this was not God's perfect will. So those of you who are still younger, you're not married yet, you know, leave that to God. Like, Lord, I want to marry who you want me to marry. Wherever you, my heart is open. I like, I like it like this, Lord, but I keep it open. Because I want to marry the person that you have graced me to marry. So you hear people say, we don't understand ourselves. I don't, I don't understand her. She doesn't understand me. 
He says, that you see? The children say, yes. See, you are going to understand from today. Because they've already married. So receive grace to understand it. Touch you get up, be going. My wife and I, she could be there. And I'm here. And you hear. And I turn and say, why did you sigh? How could we sigh at the same time? Because we are one. And there's some differences between us, of course, yes. See, but when God leads you like that, you are like a rhythm. Just flow. Because he said, your destiny is so important to me. I will have to choose your wife. The question I want to ask you, is your destiny important to God? Will you let him choose for you? Will you let him choose for you? Or you've made up your mind, he's going to be very tall. I like someone that has afro. You forget that the guys that start keeping afro toward the latter end of their life will be bald-headed. Go do your research. Those of you who didn't have hair when you were growing up, praise God for that. Because you have hair later in your life. I don't know why it's like that. Go and look at all those guys that kept long hair as hippies. Most of them... I don't know whether their hair was growing too fast to finish. I don't know about I just just teasing. The plan of God is progressively revealed. What are you saying now? 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 Recently, I was just musing with the Lord, and I was like, some people's works, you know, some people by this age that walks branches all over the world. I was talking to me that some people are late bloomers. That some people bloom very early toward the end of their lives, that ministry has no impact. Some of their ministry blooms stronger in the latter part of their lives. I prefer that other one. I stay with you where I am. If you do some very popular ministries then, they were shaking everywhere. They are there, but they are not there. You know them now? I don't want that one. See, down toward the end, do you shine? I shine with you. Patient, Lord. Patience. Patience with you, Lord. See, it's only when you are patient you can marry the president. It's a parable. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a prophetic parable. Which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men has now been revealed by the spirit of the holy apostles and prophets. Next. Then the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of the promise of Christ through, through, through the gospel. Now nobody knew that they were supposed to preach the gospel. Jesus said go preach to the whole world, but they didn't really, uh, maybe men, the Jews around the whole world. So there's a line in them. Verse 7. I wish I became a minister according to the, great, the gift of the grace of God given to me by the effective working of his power. Next, please. 
to me who am less than the least of all the saints. This grace was given as you preach among the Gentiles on such riches of Christ. Verse 9, please. To make all men see. The old King James. To make all men see. This is part of our destiny as a ministry. To make all men see. What's the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world has been hid in Christ who created all things by Jesus Christ. One of our callings is to make all men see. That's why our TV station is called New Vision. To open their eyes. It will align you. That many of you, you've, you've gone off course of your destiny. You need to spend time with God praying. And he starts talking to you. Avoid that person. Avoid that person. Get close to that person. A young man came from Joss to see me. He actually went to see one of his seniors. He's a medical doctor and a pastor. And when he got to the man's house, the man said, you see that man? Let him mentor you. So he went to fast and pray, listen to our materials, and the Lord told him to come and submit to me. He came. Aligning with your destiny. I prayed with him, went back, church was just exploding and exploding. And um, someone trying to take the place from them, they moved to another venue. I told him she should not be bitter, she counted the seed of equal benefit, and the church exploded in a new place. So important. So important. You let God align you with his destiny, which is destiny for you. Sometimes I don't even have cash. One naira in my pocket. I don't even carry money in the first place. People used to be sure, say, I possibly please give me money. I said, I don't have cash. They're like, how does he survive? I'm in my place. I'm in my place. Are you in your place? I traveled to Podaco to minister. Before then, I was telling people around me, I need new suits. I need to change my wardrobe. Someone came to see me and gave me a suit. I brought it down. My son came from Podaco, gave me two suits. I said, God, it's already changing the wardrobe. But... I heard from the Lord, go to Portacot. See, because where you are where God wants you to be, you get what God wants you to get. So I have three suits for Sunday, tomorrow, first service, second service, third service, all new suits. I wasn't praying, oh God, send suits, send suits, send suits, because every day, hear me. A miracle is coming towards you every day and going past you every day. So if you can't hear God, you are missing your miracles. Watch this. A woman was at home, depressed, and talking to the Lord. And the Lord said, okay, you say you want groceries, right? Go and... Go to the grocery, go and pack what you want. 
So she went there, was packing what she wanted, filling the trolleys, pushing the things. And like, Lord, save my soul today because I'm in trouble. Oh, Lord, what am I doing? So she got there. And um, I think the man asked her a question. She said she's a minister's wife. And, um, and the man said something and he said, um, um, why don't you talk to God and hear from God for yourself? And the, the mouse said, uh, um, okay, why don't we try it? So the man said, ah, no. Said what? Said, God, I should pay for all the things you are buying. Said, yeah, you heard well, pay. <laughs> and she came home with groceries. What if she never went there? I was at home one day. I was very hungry. I'd been fasting for days. And I needed to break this particular day. I was very hungry. You know that hunger that you know you're hungry and the hunger knows you're hungry. You're so hungry, the hunger knows you're so hungry that hunger and the hungry and one is you you're too hungry. So the Lord says, get up and walk down. So I got up and I was walking down. Hot sun and I'm hungry. They don't go together. And a guy just walked up to me and said, Pastor Wally, you want to eat? I said, yes. Come with me. I said, God, good to hear the voice of God. See, it aligns you with God's will for your life. God's will is your health. God's will is your protection. God's will is your prosperity. So every time you're following God's voice, you're aligning with protection, prosperity, promotion, preservation. Whenever you disobey, you cut off your line of supply. So if you're in lack right now, you are out of order. Now think about it. I wanted to get some books. And I just said, okay, let me contact my friend that works in Amazon. And I'll send the money to him. So I called him. I said, these are the books I saw on Amazon. Can you get it? Oh, don't, don't, don't pay for it. I'll send the books over to you. And I got the books. I didn't pay for it. No money spent. Oh, I'll contact my friend. Not so that I won't pay. But that's what came to my heart. Contact him. That's why before you rent a house, make sure God says this is the place. Because when God said this is the place, then God provide for the place. This is helping anybody today. Because many of us are living our own lives the way we want to live it, how we want to live it. And that's why we're not enjoying what God wants us to enjoy. Press it aligns you. Who would have thought I've been living in Bialsa and so blessed in Bialsa? People traveling from out of the country, from out of the state to come and see me in Bialsa? I'm in my place. So when pressures and challenges, it says, I just hear him say, stay here. Stay in the Niger Delta. Bayasa is the place of your wealth. And I'm here. Said no one will set his hand on you to hurt you or to harm you in this city. Because I have much people in this city. So I'm safe. See that? Prophecy aligns us with the will of God. Number nine. What's the purpose of prophecy? 
to expose hidden secrets. To expose hidden secrets. First Corinthians 14, 24 to 25. But if I prophesy and an unbeliever or an informed person comes in, he is convinced by all, he is convicted by all. Next. And thus the secrets of his heart are revealed. And so falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is truly among you. I told you yesterday about that man. He was in a church service. And he this little girl that was speaking the man's language. Counting. She didn't know the man's language, but she was speaking in tongues. But she didn't know her tongues was this man's language. Counting the man's sins before God. Say, Lord, you see this man here? This is the sin he's committed. Forgive him for that one. This other sin he committed. Forgive him. And listed all the man's sins. So the man was very angry, went to the pastor and said, I don't know what you train your people to do to embarrass people in church. That little girl was just there speaking my language and calling out all my sins. And he says, sorry, she doesn't speak your language. She was probably speaking in tongues. The man wasn't born again, got born again and married her. Thank God she was speaking in tongues. Maybe if you have been speaking in tongues in service, you might be married by now. When you're there praying, La Cosa, you're speaking in tongues. You're speaking in Yoruba. And the man is like, What is happening here? Edjo Edarji. Obrinye to gbe lo so hotel. Edjo Edarji. Edjo Oluwami. Edjo. Edjo Oluwami. The guy said. See this lady that work with the SSS that is exposing me here. First time I come out, comes out. Say, excuse me, that lady there. Why was she embarrassing me? She, she was speaking Yoruba and counting my sins. Said that lady, oh, she speaks Yoruba. No, she can't. She, English is hard for herself. She's from Torokbene. What happened? She was calling everything. My sister. she even called me my native name. My mother calls me Tokes. I don't use Tokes. I use other names. Tokes is the name for family. She said, "Eh, Joluwa, me Toksi." Any man marry you? <laughs> Say, Lord. Will you now take her? Of course. She that knows everything about me. Hallelujah. Secrets are revealed. See, they are revealed. I can tell you things that have shown me about people. Secrets are revealed. Secrets are revealed. Secrets. A man of God was sleeping and God showed him a brother committing, committing fornication. 
when he sent someone, he said, go to that house right now this morning and go and tell them that it is not right what they are doing. And he went there to tell the guy. Another case, a man of God was in his office. He was talking to the brother who wanted to marry his sister. And he said, the Lord is impressing me. You should not marry that sister. You know, he has to marry the sister. And the Lord prompted us. I said, get up, go to so-and-so place. So they entered the vehicle. They drove very far from where they, they live. And they got to the place, knocked the door. And a man opened the door. Said, where's the other where's the girl? So-and-so with you. And there was a the girl. She was sleeping with a man. Reveals secrets. It reveals secrets. I told Pastor V, I will never joke with my checkers, checks as well in this season. Because God reveals things about people. They're looking at me with innocent faces. But I'm seeing many things they don't even know I'm knowing about. Sister, how is everything? Bless you, Apostle. Don't worry. Exposes secrets. And Anas and Sapphira, if you read Acts chapter 5, from verse 1 to 11, they came to Peter to lie. But he said in my name and else with his wife Sapphira sold the possession next. He kept up all the process, his wife also being aware of it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. Next. Obedia said, Ananias, why said, and filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to give back part of the price of the land for yourself. Exposing secrets. Next. Whilst it remained, was it not your own? After it was sold, was it not in your control? Why have you conceived this in your heart? You've not lied to men. But to God. Next. In Ananias, hearing this words, fell down and read his last. So fear came upon all those who heard this things. Fear came upon the church. This kind of thing purifies the church. Fear came upon the church. Next. And the young man arose and wrapped him up and carried him out and buried him. Next. Nowadays, they have to go to the police station. Now, it was about three hours later when his wife came in, not knowing what happened. Next. The service was very long ago. Three hours later, church was still going on. They are seeing our services are long. They were not there in the early church. And Peter answered her, tell me whether you sold the lamb for so much. She said, yes, for so much. Next. Then Peter said to our hearts that you have agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord. Look the feet of those who have buried your husband at the door and they will carry you out. Next. Then immediately she fell down at his feet and buried her last. She gave up the ghost. And the young man came in, found her dead and carried her out. Carried her out and buried her by, by her husband. Next. So great fear came upon all the church and upon all who had these things. And exposes secrets. exposes secrets. One time, some people were singing and I had this thing that, hey, someone's not living right there. I knew it was. 
So I told one of my sons, he didn't want me to bother, so he had to go and handle it. And sat with one of the ladies, and the lady was trying to juggle there. and said, no, 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 I, my, my father will not lie. He knows. And she opened up. It reveals secrets. It exposes hidden secrets. You know, sometimes you think nobody knows what you're doing. You're testing the Holy Spirit. That's why when you feel that, apostle cannot know. He doesn't know everything. And it's true. He's not God. Then he says, how are you, sister? He said, I'm very fine. Is there any man in your life? Say, no. I don't know. I was perceiving. Maybe I'm wrong. A lady, I asked her a question. She was dating someone. The Lord said, go ask her. Said she's sleeping with a guy. So I went to her and I said, um, please, I just want to find out this thing from you. Did you sleep with that young man? She said, no. I said, okay, maybe I'm wrong. I walked away. She said, she said, going blind. She had to come and confess it to me. Testing the Holy Spirit. Have you slept with yourself? No. Ah, Apostle, you've taught us now flattery. Have you heard that kind of message? Apostle, we can't do that. We are your sons and daughters. <laughs> oh. You just tested the Holy Spirit. It exposes secrets. It exposes secret. Yeah, your secret. The faces are changing. See, hey, go, don't tell them. Hey. Wow. So he knows. Oh my God. Now don't run away from church. We're here to help you. Are you following me? We're here to help you. Anything for a moment. Are you testing the Holy Spirit? They want you acting like a hypocrite. See, when you go to a doctor, a doctor will touch your body. See, ah, ah. You don't pose. See, any pain? Any pain? No. You go to a doctor to be vulnerable. That's where you come to the church. The church is a hospital. Don't forget, the church is not a hotel. It's a hospital. You see that? We come to church because we need help. So don't come pretending and you know what you're doing. be real and say apostle huh holiday so what do you mean one holiday one holiday see eh? for the past five years when I did this sauce the waka waka eh really you you move around at the waka waka and in deliverance then you're posing how is everything oh bless the Lord apostle oh Jesus 
Just feel the presence. Until the day that God now disgrace you. Sorry, the Lord doesn't disgrace you. Expose you. Be real. Be real. Tell someone, be real. Yeah, don't, don't, don't come here and form Spiro. Let me share this with you. A minister of God liked a sister. She comes before anybody in his fellowship. And she prays with power. Ah! Said, this is the girl he will marry. So while he was praying, the Lord showed him about the girl that she travels everywhere in Ghana to go and sleep anyhow with people. So he says, just go to her and say, concerning your abominations. She told her, she started crying. Started talking about what she does. How she, she'll go and sleep with men everywhere. Then come back on Sunday looking very holy. Very early, arranged everywhere. Spiro. And some of you brothers are buying to the Spiro philosophy. That lady is acting. Oh. Spiro. I just love Pastor V. Oh, she's my inspiration. My mentor. If you marry me, I'm telling you, your marriage will be like a pastor's marriage because I'll just be like Pastor V in your life. Then you marry her. Like, now so you beast. Now so... <laughs> but God, I've been warning you. Warning you. Warning you. Exposing secrets. And let me tell you something about God. The secret you confess to God cannot be exposed. Talk to God right now. What you confess, God will cover. His blood will wash it away. to the Lord. He loves you more than you love yourself. You have been prayerless. Confess your prayerlessness to the Lord. is a sin. So don't try to impress me or impress anyone. You're not studying your Bible anymore. Confess it. Let the Lord know, Lord, I confess my sin of prayerlessness. My sin of prayerlessness. And you'll be amazed that I will never come to a point where I ask you how is your prayer life because you confessed it to God. Because you're real. So God will honor you. If you humble yourself before men, God exalts you before men. Confess it. So long as you're posing as though you pray a lot, it won't help you revive your prayer life. 
You are posing as though you give a lot. It won't help you and prosper you. You are posing as though you are very spiritual. It won't help you and revive your, your spiritual life. So be real before God. And Lord, I need your help. I need your fire. Talk to the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Can you play Hallelujah? Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise the people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's Word and His Spirit in an atmosphere of love, so that they may be able to take the love of God, the Word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wally Fesso, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, you can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 003-382-7072 or 005-120-4708. God bless you.